Talk is the devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church, and it's designed to give you a bit of spiritual truth to consider each day, Monday through Friday. For several of the Wednesday installments of Let's Talk, we've considered the character of God. I'd like to continue that topic today and look at another facet of God's greatness. But before we begin, let's pray and ask for His help. Lord, what a wonderful and great God you are. You're worthy of all our worship. Thank you that we can come right into your throne room and present our request to you. So today, I ask you to use the truth of your word to speak to us and to help each of us know you a little bit better because of what you teach us today. It's, in your, it's for your glory that I ask these things. Amen. Let's look at Mark chapter 9, verses 2 through 9. And after six days, Jesus took with him Peter and James and John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became radiant, intensely white, as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. And Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it's good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you and one for Moses, and one for Elijah. For he did not know what to say, for they were terrified. And a shadow and a cloud overshadowed them, and a voice came out of the cloud. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they saw no longer anyone with them but Jesus only. And as they were coming down the mountain, he charged them to tell no one what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what this rising from the dead might mean. Well, this passage is the record of what is known as the transfiguration of Jesus. Notice who is with Jesus, Peter, James, and John. They were actually present at the transfiguration and saw this glorious event with their own eyes. They saw Elijah and Moses talking with Jesus. They saw the cloud and heard the voice of God from the cloud declaring Jesus to be his beloved son and charging them to listen to him. Then notice what Jesus told them. Do not tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has risen from the dead. And their reaction? Well, the scripture says they kept all this to themselves, but were questioning what this rising from the dead might mean. Well, wouldn't you? I mean, just think about what they've seen and heard. Their heads must have been spinning trying to process that event. So let's fast forward to Resurrection Day. Peter is the disciple who goes to the empty tomb to see for himself what has happened. In fact, Luke says that Peter ran to the tomb when he heard the news that Jesus was not there. I wonder if on that morning Peter was thinking of Jesus' instructions. Don't tell anyone about the transfiguration until the Son of Man has risen from the dead. We actually get some insight from Peter himself about this in the book of 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 16-18. through 18. For we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of His majesty. For when he received honor and glory from God the Father, and the voice was borne to him by the majestic glory, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this very voice 
born from heaven, for we were with him on the holy mountain. Peter's describing here his first-hand account of the transfiguration, and if it could be summarized in a word, that word, in my opinion, would be majestic. Did you notice it? Peter says, we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. And then he describes the voice of God as the majestic glory. Majestic. What a beautiful description of God. What comes to your mind when you hear the word majestic? The Hubble telescope pictures of the far reaches of space? A beautiful sunset or sunrise, perhaps? A mountain range? Light hitting a pristine snowfall? Or maybe you hear a beautiful piece of music or remember scenes from some regal event. Often things of great power, beauty, and awestruck wonder are associated with majesty. That would certainly be consistent with the Bible's description of our majestic God. So why is this important? Why is it important that we remember that God is majestic? Well, perhaps the best way to, un- to answer that is to consider what's likely to happen if we forget this important attribute of God. Overlooking God's majesty puts us at great risk of allowing God to become common, just ordinary. You see, if we allow this to happen, it's quite likely that we will become bored with God and no longer have the sense of awe His majesty deserves. It's even possible that we'll stop taking Him seriously. And that is a very dangerous place to be. So how do we maintain this majestic view of God? How do we keep this aspect of his character fresh and alive? I'd like to suggest that you consider the example of Peter, who was still talking about the majestic glory of God over 60 years after the transfiguration. Granted, Peter was personally present at the transfiguration, so his situation is different. But I believe there's still a great lesson here. Peter was still telling people who he knew God to be, what he saw, what Jesus had done for him personally. Peter was absolutely certain that Jesus was the Son of God. And he goes on to say in verse 19, And you will do well to pay attention to the Scripture. So what is the point? Search the Scriptures looking for the character of God. Look specifically for the aspects of his character that are unique to him. Talk to him about it. Spend time just thinking about his majesty. Find a verse that speaks to you personally about this important aspect, something that just takes your breath away every time you think about it. Talk to your friends about it. Sing about it. Write a love letter to God expressing your awestruck wonder of who he is. Look for his majesty. Look for it in the way he paints the sky at sunrise. An answered prayer. A situation resolved that only God could orchestrate. You get the idea. Just be aware. Look for his fingerprints. They really are all around us. It's amazing the way God will show up if you're looking for him, especially when the search is to confirm his majestic character. I hope you have fun in the search. Be sure to share with someone else what you discover for God's glory. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your unique majesty. There is no one like you, and I'm so glad this is true. Help us to see the evidence of your majestic character that's all around us. Help us not to overlook you or allow you to become anything other than who you really are. 
We need your help with this every day. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, there is no one equal to our majestic God. Thank you.